Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It's the Kevin Sheehan Show. No Kevin today. He'll be back hopefully tomorrow. You got D-Day filling in for you. Let's head out to the BetQL guest hotline. Waiting for us there, our guy, Linnell Willingham. He's the host of Overtime on 106.7 The Fan, and you can hear he and I every Sunday during the games doing our absolute best to make them fun for you while it's miserable watching the current team that we are rooting for. Linnell, what's going on, man? What's going on, buddy? Emphasis on the miserable for us. (laughs) So there's a a lot of stuff I want to get to with you here, but I want to start with the comments that Montez Sweat made where – He really talked up the culture of Chicago and really talked the culture down here, which Ron Rivera has been telling us he's fixed the culture for for years now. Yeah, it was uh, it was damning. I mean, I don't know how else to put it. I mean, if you're Ron Rivera or even a player in that building, you got to be flat out embarrassed. It's not like Montez Sweat was traded to the Baltimore Ravens or the Kansas City Chiefs or this team that's known for having an established good culture, got traded to Chicago. And he's already singing the phrases about their culture. I think it speaks to uh, the situation currently going on in Ashburn, four games left, and it kind of feels like, you know, like Montez said, they're just trying to get to the end of the season. But even last week with the Jeremy Fowler article that comes out, him and John Kime doing a hell of a job in combination, just peeling the curtain back for, you know, what's going on here the past, you know, two or three months with this football team and, just some of the quotes from that article about, you know, players and coaches being upset about working too hard. That in combination with Montez Sweat's comments from Sunday, and I just, I think it highlights what the Ron Rivera era has been. A lot of unfulfilled promises and a lot of putting lipstick on a pig, and I think that's where we're at right now. Do you think that Ron lasts the entirety of the season, or do you think he he lasts till the final game? You remove him the final game that way, you can kind of get a bit of a head start once uh, Black Monday comes around after after Week 18. Yeah, I've, I've we've when we do the end game show, there have been times where we've called for Ron's job, but I, I feel like I've kind of come around on the idea of him finishing the season. Because what do you really have to, to prove at this point, right? Like, what do you stand to benefit from firing Ron Rivera? It may spark this team for the final month of the season, but, you know, after you get outscored, what is it, 90 to 25 in the past two games? I mean, they damn sure need a Jeez. spark. I don't know. I think there's two ways to look at it. Cause I do think Ron Rivera does deserve credit for what he was able to do uh, in year number one, battling cancer, leading this team to the playoffs. I think because he was able to endure those first two seasons and we weren't a clown show, 
Uh, he's going to get a lot of credit uh, from the current ownership group, and we even talked about a potential scenario of him in that Week 18 game against Dallas, like a highlight montage to Ron Rivera. Maybe you announce it the week before that this will be his final game. Just let him go out with some class because it's been a tough you know, four- or five-year period for him. If they do do what you just said, the, the highlight montage on Week 14 uh-huh. or Week 18, <laughs> and he doesn't go for it on 4th and 2, I'm going to run out of the studio during the in-game show. <laughs> I mean, at that point, I'd be going for like Tressway wouldn't see the field. Yeah. Fourth and twenty from our own thirteen, YOLO. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I just honestly hearing Montana Sweat's comments, man. It just it lets you know where we are right now. And I remember all the conversation we were having back in August about how this could potentially be a 10, 11 win football team, and it just feels like that was so long ago, and so much has changed since then. I'm just excited uh, for the prospect of change and something new, you know, because it's been rough. Uh, to say the least, for the past four years. That it has. Leno Willingham, our guest here on the Kevin Sheehan Show. Denton Day filling in for Kevin here on a Tuesday. What are your thoughts on on, on Sam? You know, after the week, the Commanders didn't have a game, obviously, by week, but they move up in the draft because all the other four-win teams end up winning their games. So if the draft starts today, they hold the fourth overall pick. How do you assess Sam Howell, and what would you do with that pick if the draft was today? Then the last month, all the conversation has been about how attractive this Washington job is going to be, 90-plus million dollars in cap space, uh, five picks within the top 100. But there's one drawback to this job, I would say, and I do think it's the quarterback position. It's going to be a tough decision that this next general manager is going to have to make because, as you mentioned, Washington right now currently slotted to pick fourth if the draft happened today. Uh, Sam Howell's got four more games to prove he's the guy. I just think it's a difficult decision, and I understand the argument each way. But when you start digging into the tape, and as we get closer to draft season, you're a college football junkie. If there's such a thing, you know how it goes during this process. There's always one quarterback that you know, rises to the top, and I feel like Jaden Daniels, fresh off the Heisman ceremony this past weekend, there's a lot of momentum behind him. The argument's going to be, I guess, do you want five years of Jaden Daniels? Or do you want two years to put the best roster possible around Sam Howell? I think the beautiful thing is we don't have to make that decision for four more weeks, (laughs) but it's going to be a super difficult one because I understand both sides of it. I really do. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
So if you are, I'm going to put you in the position of a, a general manager, right? And you just laid it out. It's it's a tough spot. In the final four weeks of, of Sam Howell, is there one thing in particular that you were looking for the most that would give you confidence this offseason to stick with him? It's hard. I, I get what you're saying. I think the turnovers right now would probably be the big knock for me with Sam. I feel like it's like six or seven straight games with a turnover for the young man. You can't win in the National Football League turning it over, and you can't win taking a bunch of sacks either. So if I can just see him protect the football, move the ball in between the 20s, and then score points. That's been the big Achilles heel of the offense is not being able to capitalize in the red area. But you mentioned the the last four games, you got four really damn good defenses. You saw what L.A. was able to do Sunday against Baltimore. You got the Jets. You got San Fran. And then that Week 18 game against Dallas may not mean anything. But considering the competition, I don't think Sam's got to do anything spectacular. But it'd be nice to see him – just look like a competent NFL starter because I do understand, and I think you know you guys do too, that the parts around him aren't very good. And when you're going up against stiffer competition, uh, that tends to get exposed. So we'll see. I'll tell you what, we're talking with Lynette Willingham here on the Kevin Sheen Show. That Jets game is one I am not looking oh, forward. Cool. That defense, they have the potential to, to really do some negative things on the perception of Sam Howell. Yeah, 100%. You saw what they did to C.J. Stroud this past Sunday. It's it's something, man. And then think about the overhanging storyline that we haven't brought up yet. Seems like Aaron Rodgers may be good to go uh, for that game against the Jets in a couple of weeks, and that would just that would make it more interesting here locally because, as you said, I am scared crapless about that Jets game because I don't know how we're going to move the football. Well, you know what they say. You can't have Christmas without a Grinch, so maybe Aaron Rodgers will get back, <laughs> right? Um, Jamin Davis officially done for the season. I am, I'm still – a fan of Jamin Davis. I think there is upside, but I have no idea what his future looks like both here and just in, in the NFL because I think that position is yeah. is becoming less and less valuable on good defenses. What are your thoughts on, on them shutting him down? I think the latter part of what you said there is huge. If he's going to be a weak side linebacker in the National Football League, it's got to look like uh, Fred Warner. It's got to look like Drake Greenlaw. We know that Jamin is not that type of athlete and doesn't have those type of coverage skills. I look at what Dallas did defensively, going with basically safeties at linebackers. It, it improves their team speed defensively. I wonder if Washington, with all the safeties they have on this roster, move that direction. But for Jamin, like you got to make the decision whether or not to pick up the fifth-year option. I probably would bet on them not picking that up. So Jamin's got an offseason to put his best foot forward and show this new staff that he's worth being around. I agree with you, though. Like, he's got speed. He's got athleticism. It's about finding a role for him and letting him grow and develop in that role. One thing that Ron Rivera uh, even mentioned yesterday, just this year in particular, having to switch between the Mike and the Will and the Sam and just having different responsibilities, it's hard for him to really lock in and play fast on a down-in, a down-out basis. But I, I don't know, man. Jamin has been – interesting to say the least it's not enough consistency like the rest of the football team is terry going to catch a pass this weekend <laughs> well i hope so i mean you know the the conversation is right now on twitter people are wanting to trade terry mclaurin uh i'm mixed when it comes to that look that jeremy fowler report and they highlight the incident in training camp between terry and benjamin st juice i said it last week that was the moment right there where I think Eric Bieniemy began to get undermined. 
and I know I'm rambling about the situation, but anytime you're in training camp installing a new offense, there's valuable, precious time that's wasted when you're doing extracurricular stuff after the play, like arguing with a teammate or trying to defend a teammate. That moment where Terry talked back to Eric Bieniemy, I think, was the beginning of the unraveling. Because if Terry can talk back to Eric Bieniemy, then Deami Brown feels like he can talk back to Eric Bieniemy, and that's how you tend to lose a locker room. But yeah, they got to get him more involved. I'm not so certain that it's the Eric Bieniemy problem in terms of Terry not getting the ball. I think it's a Terry problem. One, him not getting open consistently, and then Sam at the end of the day determines where the football goes. So. That narrative, the final four weeks of the season, is something we'll definitely follow. But, yeah, we know Terry's capable. I just don't know if he's eighth-paid, highest-wide receiver in the NFL good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I, I certainly get that. I don't know if you'll find a lot of better options than Terry, but, man, that price tag is its a steep one. Uh, yeah. Now, one of the things we've been talking about today, and I'm sure you'll touch on this, uh, you're on overtime tonight, right? Oh, I'm on overtime tonight. We've got Hoffman 4 to 630. It's a double dip for your boy. So, so you're a double dip. I knew. Okay. So I, I was not aware that you were doing So you're doing a lot of radio tonight. So you're definitely going to discuss this. Uh, the move potentially of the Caps and Wizards to Alexandria. We have a poll question now asking, yeah. are you okay with the Wizards and Caps leaving D.C. if it means the Commanders come back to D.C.? Where do you stand on that? Yeah, fans are not going to like what I'm about to say. Mario Bowser, the mayor of D.C., has much bigger fish to fry than trying to get a stadium in this area, uh, whether that be the commanders, whether that be building something new for the Caps or the Wizards. Last weekend, D.C. Public Schools put out a, a chart and a graphic. 43% of ninth graders right now in D.C. Public Schools have exceeded the excused absence limit for the year. We're not even halfway through the school year yet. Jeez. So she needs to worry about cleaning up the community. I, I get frustrated anytime we have this conversation about, you know, the commanders coming back. If it's going to be on the dime of D.C. taxpayers, I don't think that that's something that she should be advocating for. I get all the nostalgia that comes with Washington football being in our nation's capital, but Virginia's got a hell of a lot of good places. Maryland's got good places. So I'm not one of those that's going to die on the commanders in D.C. Hill. But I do think uh, overall with that topic, there are other things that the D.C. government should be worried about instead of trying to lure a stadium. Yeah, she has bigger fish to fry, and I think she's out of oil. Uh, that seems to be where <laughs> where she's standing right here. But do you, are you uneasy? Because one of the things that this Ted Leonsis thing has really pushed my buttons with is that he's asking for so much money, you know, in the neighborhood of $600 million from D.C., but if he doesn't get that, he's willing to utilize his own money in, in Virginia. That really feels... That feels shady to me. I mean, it feels like an underhanded yeah. tactic that I don't I don't feel entirely comfortable with. I mean, billionaires are going to be billionaires, but that to me it I don't I don't like it. I've always viewed Ted as kind of an all right guy. That yeah. that's not all right uh, way of moving. The one thing I would say from Ted's perspective and why I understand, he's like, "Well, I see you all are trying to give the commanders money. Look at what I've done for for downtown Chinatown and building up the restaurant district and making that uh, an attraction for people that come visit the city. That was all done on Ted's dollar. It's not like those those restaurants were built by themselves. You know. Yeah, so, Ted and uh, and Poland, a Poland. In Poland, yeah, him in Poland. So I, I understand them wanting to get money from the government, but I, well, I agree with you. It is kind of shady, right? If you're willing to throw the bag, why not throw it in the place that's been home for you the past twenty plus years? So I think it's a sticky situation. We know Ted's gotten involved uh, with some of that. That Saudi money, so we'll see uh, if it's just him paying for it or, or if the Saudis get in on it too. It'll be something 
to monitor here over the summer. All right, great. So we can count on more WWE shows being at wherever yeah, Ted Lance's sure. uh, his stadium. <laughs> uh, Lanell, appreciate it, man. Um, enjoy the uh, the double dipping you're doing this evening. We will be dipping in and doubling it. <laughs> <laughs> that is. Uh, that is Linnell Willingham. You'll hear him right here on the Craig Hoffman Show. He's in for Craig 4 to 6.30. And then, as he mentioned, he's double-dipping on overtime tonight on 106.7 The Fan uh, from about 6.30 to 8.30 before leading into Georgetown Hoops. Maryland Hoops will be here after Linnell at 6.30 pregame there. They tip off at 7. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law